You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation starts with Nyla Rose teaming up with Emi Sakura to defeat Chris Statlander and Rhea Mizunami. Nyla Rose pins Mizunami after a top rope senton. Uh, nice move here by Rose. She should use this a little bit more often. Frankie Kazarian, with a record of 30-6, and six, defeated the debuting Victor Benjamin easily with the cross-faced chicken wing. Uh, Benjamin's been wrestling in the Indies for about five years or so. Rio, with a record of 6-2, and two, defeated Kayla Sparks with a record of 0-1, easily with the bridging suplex. Uh, they did mention that Kayla Sparks has been wrestling since her teen years. She took a long break in wrestling, and now she's back, and they're actually making a uh, either a TV show or a movie based on her career, so that should be pretty interesting. FTR with a record of 25 and 3, ranked number one in the tag team division, defeated Waves and Curls, the team of Jalen, Brandon, and Trevor Jordan with a record of 0 2. Uh, Waves and Curls, a pretty popular tag team from Beyond Wrestling. I've seen them in Northeast Wrestling. Uh, FTR played possum at the end, but they hit the big rig on Jordan for the pin. Ty Conti with a record of 35 and 5, ranked number one in the women's division, defeated the debuting LMK, which stands for Little Mean Kathleen, who's wrestled in Beyond Wrestling and other wrestling as well. Uh, Ty Conti gets to the win really quick with the DD tie. And the main event, Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, and Wheeler Utah with a record of 6 and 1, defeated the acclaimed and Serpentico. Mass Caster's freestyle here calls Boston a disgrace and says that's why Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. He called Taylor and Utah the double Genetti as well. And he dissed the Red Sox, of course. You can't go to Boston and not diss the Red Sox. Then Orange Cassidy gets on the mic and says, yo, yo, starts doing his kicks and says, word to your mother. <laughs> mother, not mother. Uh, fun quick match here. Cassidy gets the pin on Serpentico after the orange punch. 
AW Dark, another Universal Studios show here. The show actually starts with FTR cutting a promo from uh, outside, I guess it's Dax Harwood's place, up in the mountains of North Carolina, as they said. And they said that starting this Wednesday, they're going to start doing open challenges to any luchadors for the AAA tag team titles, with the only exception being that it can't be the Lucha Brothers. So they challenge any legends or up-and-coming luchadors to come challenge them. So we'll see that tonight on Dynamite. I would love to see it be somebody from Ring of Honor. Uh, you have Dragon Lee, you have Ray Horace, you have Roosh. You have a lot of people to choose from in Ring of Honor that fits that mold. So we'll see who it could be. A lot of uh, interesting possibilities. First match, Santana and Ortiz with a record of 12-3 and three, defeated Joe Coleman and Idris Abraham. Uh, they're better known as Halal Beefcake in the Indies, and they've appeared in Impact Wrestling as well as WWE. Ortiz easily pins Abraham after a rolling lariat from Santana. Nyla Rose with a record of 21-5 and five, defeated Viva Van with a record of 0-1 easily with the Beast Bomb. Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson with a record of 3-1 and one, defeated Eli Knight and Malik. Boseed. Knight and Boseed both making their debut. Uh, Eli Knight has appeared on 205 Live before. Anderson gets the pin after he hits the Spine Buster and Johnson hits a Frog Splash. Daniel Garcia, 6-6, six six, defeated Ricky Shane Page with a record of 0-3. Garcia makes RSP tap out with a rear naked chokehold. John Silver and Alex Reynolds with a record of 5-0, defeated Sean Carr and Marcus Cross. Carr's making his debut here. Silver gets the pin on Cross after Silver and Reynolds hit their Dark Destroyer DDT. The acclaimed record of 17-4, defeated Ishmael Vaughn and Dante Smiley. Vaughn is making his AW debut. Anthony Bowens gets the pin after Max Caster hits the mic drop. The Bunny defeated Santana Garrett with Down the Rabbit Hole. 2.0 defeated Toa Leona, who we see recently in AEW Dark, and Bison XL, who's making his debut. Uh, Bison XL is a pretty big guy, just as big as Leona is here. But 2.0 gets the pin on Bison after hitting two for the show. Red Velvet, 27-7, defeated Sholance Royal. Uh, this is the Royal's first match in AEW since 2019. She actually appeared in the Casino Battle Royal back in 2019 All Out. Uh, and her her gimmick is that she keeps singing, like kind of like an opera singer. I'm not going to do it here, but you can get the point. And, of course, Taz gets a kick out of it and starts doing his own imitation of uh, opera singing, going, la, 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 la. Uh, but Velvet shuts her up with the final slice for the pin. Go watch this match just for the singing. Uh, it's worth it, trust me, just to hear Taz singing. But after the match, the bunny comes out and attacks Velvet with the brass knuckles ahead of their TBS title tournament match, which is going to be on Rampage this Friday. Bobby Fish defeated Ryzen easily with the kick to the side of the head. Tony Nese making his AEW wrestling debut defeats Fuego Doso, who has a record of 4 and 31, with the running knees to the face in the corner. And the main event here, highly, highly recommend this match. Pac defeated Tiger Huas. A real fun match here. Almost went nine minutes, but Pac makes Huas submit to the Brutalizer. I would definitely love to see these two run it back, give him a little bit more time. Maybe in a couple months when Huas uh, gets a little bit more under his belt if he stays here in AEW. NXT UK starts with Mark Coffey defeated Rohan Raja with a running forearm to the back of the neck. After the match, Teoman and Raja kept attacking Coffey and Wolfgang until officials split them up. Charlie Dempsey is being interviewed backstage about his match tonight. And again, he gets interrupted by Gallus and Dempsey mentions this is the second time they have done that to him. So I can see this possibly leading to a match. A male defeated Myla Grace, who's making her debut. Uh, Grace is a wrestler from Ireland. This is a male's first match since September 2nd. And Blair Davenport comes out during this match to watch it. Grace was able to get some offense in and a couple of pin attempts, but a male gets the pin with her Hope Breaker finisher. Aaliyah James was being interviewed about her, her win last week was against Zaya Brookside, but Nina Samuels interrupts it and changes it to the Nina Samuels show. 
and says something about James being a little bit too short to be on it, so Aaliyah James just walks away. Flash Morgan Webster, he tries to pull a prank on Rampage Brown where he's going around smacking people, but Brown stops him and says, hey, listen, if you want if you want a match with me, all you got to do is ask. Charlie Dempsey defeated Danny Jones by submission and a very impressive five-minute showing here by Dempsey. We get a video for the upcoming women's title match with Michael Satomura versus Ginny, as well as another one for Isla Dawn still doing her spooky things in her uh, cemetery, wherever she is doing this. In the main event for the Heritage Cup Championship, Tyler Bate defends against Noam Dar. Dar gets the first fall in round three after throwing Bate into the steel steps and hitting the Novarola. Bate comes back in round four with the Tyler Driver 97. And the ending comes in round six when Pretty Deadly comes out and they start scuffling with Trent Seven, which causes Seven to accidentally throw the white towel into the ring um, while Dar had a submission on Bate. So the referee sees the white towel and ends the match, thinking that Seven threw it in. So Dar wins. And he wins his first title in WWE. After the match, Seven tries to explain to Bate that he didn't mean to throw it. Bate seems to believe him, but he walks away not looking too happy about this. So I wonder what this means for Mustache Mountain. NWA Power, this is the first part of their By Any Means Necessary show, which was in uh, Kentucky, in Oak Grove, Kentucky. They had a show, a joint show with Tried and True Wrestling um, a couple weeks, about a, about a week ago, I'd say. And they uh, are going to show this in two parts. So the first show here starts with the Pope coming out, tries to get the crowd here amped up in Kentucky, but he gets interrupted by Colby Carino, who has uh, two big guys behind him called the Fixers, who are Wrecking Bowl Ligurski and Jay Bradley, uh, who have been around for a while in the Indies. I know Jay Bradley was in developmental for WWE for a long time, as well as Impact Wrestling. And Pope challenges him to a match. The Pope defeats Colby Carino. Uh, the Fixers tried to get involved in this match, but Ill Begotten comes out to help him out. So Pope rolls out Carino for the pen. This leads into the next match, which is the Fixers uh, defeating Ill Begotten, which is Captain Yuma and Rush Freeman, with Bradley pinning Freeman after a double brainbusters. The Fixers then get on the mic and say that they are here for hire and they challenge anybody, which prompts the OGK, yes, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven uh, from Ring of Honor. Uh, they come out to accept the challenge here. And they win. The OGK get the pin on the Fixers after Bennett pins Ligurski after Matt Taven hits a frog splash. So it should be interesting with everything going on in Ring of Honor. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, people being moved around. So was the OGK staying NWA? I don't know. It seems like a pretty good fit for them. So I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't mind that at all. Judas comes out and defeats Sal Renaro, destroying him with the crucifix toss. Uh, before this match, Sinister Minister cuts a promo that says if Renaro loses tonight, he he cannot get a national title shot match for 18 months. So it looks like that will be the stipulation. The NWA World Women's Tag Team Championships, the Hex, Allison K, and Marty Bell, they defend against Tootie Lynn and Thunder Kitty. Thunder Kitty is replacing Kylie Ray, who um is taking a, a little bit of time away from wrestling. So Thunder Kitty was her replacement. And Allison K gets the pin on Thunder Kitty after they hit the Hexclamation Point. Scion defeated Mims in the main event with a crossface submission that he calls the Mass Pain. And then after the match, Scion gets in Austin Idol's face. Um, after he's going to be, uh, because he's going to be facing Tyrus at hard times and the idol threatens that they're going to take off his mask. Um, I did a little researching and I think I figured out the identity of Scion, but for storyline purposes, I will not reveal if you really want to know. Hit me up on Twitter. Maybe I can let you know. <laughs> on 205 Live, Boa defeated Jeet Rama. This is a rematch from two weeks ago. Saray defeated Katrina Cortez with her dropkick to the ropes. And Zion Quinn defeated Ru Feng, who's making his 205 Live debut. Quinn wins with the running forearm, and they're hyping up that this is a winning streak for Zion Quinn. He's 7-0 since debuting on TV. They also mentioned that Ru Feng is a master of the Shaolin Kung Fu. So me being a big Wu-Tang Clan fan and Ru Feng kind of sounding like Wu-Tang and then mentioning Shaolin. Who knows? Maybe they're going to start doing a Ru Feng, Ru Feng chant if Ru ever gets 
popular. We now go to NJPW Strong. This is another one of their Autumn Attack shows from Garland, Texas. We start with Fred Rosser and Rocky Romero defeated Danny Limelight and Jared Kratos with Rosser pinning Limelight. Leo Rush defeated Taiji Ishimori with the Frog Splash. I'm pretty sure this is the first time these two have wrestled. Fantastic 15-minute match here. Obviously, Rush and Ishimori are two of the best out there right now. Definitely want to see these guys wrestle again, but definitely check this match out. I recommend this match as well. And Lance Archer making his strong debut, teaming up with Minoru Suzuki, defeated the team of Tom Lawler and Royce Isaacs, uh, with Suzuki pinning Isaacs after his gotch-style pile driver. Um, it also should be noted that Tom Lawler's contract with MLW has ended, so it should be interesting if he sticks around in New Japan Pro Wrestling, obviously with him being the strong openweight champion, or if he decides to go elsewhere, but it should be pretty interesting to see what Lawler could be doing here. After this match, Archer and Suzuki were trying to sign off and end the show, but Chris Dickinson comes out and interrupts them to challenge Suzuki and tells him that his vacation is over and says that he is already dead. Suzuki gets in the mic and says he speaks a little English, but he could say this to Dickinson. Fuck you. We go to Ring of Honor. This is their Halloween special show. Max the Impaler and Miranda Alizé defeated Quinn McKay and Roxy. Max does all the damage to McKay just for Alizé to come in and get the pen. We have a wild card trick-or-treat Halloween four-corner survival match. It is all random teams here. Ray Horace and Silas Young defeated the teams of Demonic Flamita and O'Shea Edwards, world-famous CB and EC3, and Flip Gordon and Matt Taven. Uh, Silas Young gets the pen on CB after throwing out his own partner, Horace, who had just hit a 450 splash to come in and get the win. And they won a pumpkin that had $10,000 in it. That was the winning prize for this match. And the main event for the Ring of Honor six-man tag team title, Shane Taylor Promotions, which is Shane Taylor, Khan, and Moses defeated the team of Danhausen, PCO, and Sledge, with Taylor pitting Danhausen after the market Scarby driver after the match pco and sledge starts attacking each other as dan housen just watches on um and all thoughts go to dan housen who had a recent injury so hopefully we'll see him soon wb main events veer uh mahan or just veer for now defeated jackson Riker, and apollo cruz defeated john morrison which is actually the first time these two have ever wrestled so that's uh pretty noteworthy of that and the only WWE Network edition of the week is ICW Fight Club, and this is only noteworthy because Big Damo, the, fu- the former Killian Dane from NXT and NXT UK, uh, returns here with a brand new look, has a shaved head, still has the beard, uh, making his return to ICW. So interesting that Big Damo or Killian Dane has found his way back to the WWE Network one way or another. And final note here, Heels has been renewed for Season 2, so that means that turning Heels with myself and Pete Detroit We'll be back in its full glory next year when the show premieres or comes back for season two. So be on the lookout for that. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife amazing scenery and endless outdoor adventure make your visit unforgettable plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com get ready ohio fan duel america's number one sports book is coming to the buckeye state And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. 
Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.